Welcome to the Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about God's good plans for His people, called The Girl Who Wouldn't Go Away, from Ruth 1 to 4. In that story, we learned the big truth that we can trust God's plan for our lives even when things don't go our way. This week's story is called The Lord's Word and Samuel, and it comes from 1 Samuel 1 and 3. For nearly 200 years, Israel was ruled by judges. Remember Gideon and Samson? They were judges. And when they relied on God's strength, they defeated Israel's enemies. When they listened to God, they led Israel well. But those men, just like most of the other judges, were like a spiritual teeter-totter. Up and down, up and down, and mostly down. God's people must have felt like they were on a Ferris wheel that circled round and around. That's a great picture. One day they would follow the Lord, and the following day they would slide right back into sin. And then God's enemies would attack them, and then they would cry out to the Lord. Finally, God would deliver them, and then round and round again. Are you getting sick just thinking about it? Well, today we'll talk about Samuel. He was the last judge. He was also a priest, and he was also a prophet. Oh, and he also anointed Israel's first king. He sounds like he did it all. He kind of did. He was an important leader. And for the most part, he was a good and godly leader. He was a special man called by God to hear and declare God's word to God's people. Chapter 25 The Lord's Word and Samuel 1 Samuel 1 and 3 After the time of the judges came the kings. We'll get to Saul, David, and Solomon soon, but there is one more judge to meet. Actually, he was more than a judge. He was a prophet, a priest, a judge, and a man who would anoint the first king. His name was Samuel. And like we see with so many important people in the Bible, his mom couldn't have any children. Samuel's family is a little complicated. His father, Elkanah, had two wives. If you think having more than one wife is a bad idea, you're right. In the garden, God made Adam for Eve and Eve for Adam, one man and one woman. That's God's design for marriage. In fact, whenever we see a husband with more than one wife in the Bible, there's bound to be trouble for the whole family. The stories in the Bible don't always show us the way things should be. Sometimes they just show us the way things were, whether it was God's perfect plan or not. Back to Elkanah. He had one wife named Penina and another wife named Hannah. Hannah had no children, but Elkanah loved her more than he loved Penina. Sounds messy, and it was. There was lots of fighting and hurt feelings, just like you'd expect when we don't do things God's way. 
Hannah cried before the Lord and prayed and prayed and prayed that she could have a baby. Now, God doesn't always give us what we pray for. But in this case, God did. Hannah named her son Samuel, which means heard of God, because God heard Hannah's prayer and gave her a child. Hannah had promised God that if she had a son, she would give him to the Lord all the days of his life. So Samuel grew up to be a young man and ministered to the Lord under Eli the priest. Although there were priests and judges in those days, the word of the Lord was rare. People didn't have Bibles back then, and there weren't many visions or prophets. God was quiet. Until he started talking to Samuel. One night, the Lord called Samuel, not on the phone or by a text, but with a voice. Samuel thought it was Eli, so he ran to the old priest to see what he wanted. Eli said, go to bed. The Lord called again, and again Eli said, go to bed. When the voice called a third time, Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the young man. So when the Lord said, Samuel, Samuel, a fourth time, Samuel said, speak, for your servant hears. The Lord had a special mission for Samuel. It wasn't an easy mission. He would have to speak against the sin in Eli's family. Later, he would have to rebuke King Saul. Samuel was to be the Lord's mouthpiece. God still speaks to us today, not by voices and dreams, but by the word of God in the Bible. There is almost nothing more important in all the world than to tell others what the Word of God says and to listen to the Word in whatever it tells us to do and to be. The book of Hebrews begins this way. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets, But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. Over a thousand years before Jesus, God revealed himself to Samuel and other judges, priests, and prophets like him through visions and dreams, or with actual words like our story today. But we don't have judges, priests, and prophets now. Now, God reveals himself to us through Jesus. We know what God is like what he has done for us, and how we are to respond to him by looking at Jesus, the way he lived, taught, healed, suffered, died, and rose again. And the surest way we know about Jesus is by the word of God in the Bible. We read the Bible, we learn about Jesus, and we share the good news about Jesus with our friends and family. It's so important to listen to whatever the Word of God tells us to be and to do, and then to share it with others. That brings us to today's big truth. God's people should obey and share God's Word, the Bible. All right, are you ready for this week's memory verse? Our verses for this week are Hebrews 1, 1 and 2. 
Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. All right, now you say it with me this time, repeating after me. Hebrews 1, 1 and 2. Hebrews 1, 1 and 2. Long ago. Long ago. At many times and in many ways. At many times and in many ways. God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days. But in these last days. He has spoken to us by his son. He has spoken to us by his son. Great job. Keep practicing these verses through the week as a way to hide God's word in your heart. To close our lesson for today, would you pray along with me? Teach us your word, O Lord, that we may know you, know ourselves, and know what to do. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Biggest Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible, too. You can visit TheBiggestStory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway. Crossway presents Meg is Not Alone by Megan Hill, a children's book that teaches kids the importance and blessing of the local church. Check out Meg is Not Alone, published in partnership with the Gospel Coalition, and more by visiting crossway.org.